guys and welcome to another episode of the Moonalogs. Hello world, hello change. This is the last episode of the year 2021 and I bring you stories from South Africa and Spain and we're going to have a look at the concept of winning Ubuntu style. Usually this time of the year is somehow also linked to expectations, especially as a child with expectations for Christmas presents. As a grown-up, maybe we have more expectations towards the new year, what it should, could, must bring us. But maybe, just maybe, you don't have any expectations and are just ready to let yourself be fully surprised. So let's do this. Christmas time. Christmas is often considered to be a special season. It's the end of the year. We take time to reflect on the year that's passed. You know, the things that happened, the things we achieved, the things that maybe didn't go quite as we had hoped they would, and all the surprises we met along the way. At the same time, Christmas is often considered to be the season of love and understanding, as Shaken Stevens put it in his 1985 Christmas pop song, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. While I do understand that there is something special about this time of the year, I'm not quite sure why we are open for miracles to happen only during this time frame. 31 days of Christmas, or special holiday season, and 334 days of misunderstanding, quarrels and competition? That just doesn't seem right. Aren't we depriving ourselves of so many days and even more opportunities to show each other kindness and understanding just because it's not December? But then again, maybe Christmas is just a reminder that if we can manage to be kind to one another during the darkest month of the year, we can do it throughout the rest of the year as well. But wait, darkest month of the year? Yes, Christmas is often associated with darkness, long nights, snow and general cold weather, at least in some regions of the world. When we look at the world at large though, most Christians live in climate zones that don't have snow for Christmas. According to the PEW Research Center, Christianity remains the largest religion in the world. People celebrate Christmas in Europe, Russia, the USA and Canada. Regions and countries that have snow and are very familiar with the long and cold nights that December brings. However, Christmas is also celebrated in most, if not all, Latin and South American countries like Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador. It's celebrated in New Zealand and Australia, as well as in the Philippines and Papua New Guinea. It's celebrated in many African countries, amongst which Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of Congo and Ethiopia have the largest number of Christian population. To say it in numbers, there are about 25 million Christians living in Oceania, nearly 400 million Christians living in Asia and about 600 million Christians living in South America. Add to that the more than 600 Christians living in Africa 
and you will have to agree that the Christmas snow setting doesn't apply to most countries. One of the countries that celebrates Christmas in summer is South Africa. South Africa has been talked about a lot in the recent weeks, but did you know, for instance, that there is a community of huskies? Yes, the dogs that are actually, you know, usually found in way colder climates and used in sledge dog races in Cape Town? Or that crispy fried pine tree emperor moth caterpillars are a special Christmas snack? But I'm not here to talk about dogs or caterpillar snacks. Today I'm not here to talk about religions either. I'm here to tell you about Ubuntu. Just to avoid any misunderstanding, no, I'm not referring to the computer software. Though some people associate with the word the IT system, Ubuntu has its origin in South Africa, approximately 12,143 kilometers south from where I'm currently sitting. And the story or legend I'd like to share with you comes from the South African country. And it goes something like this. An anthropologist had been studying the behavior and habits of a native tribe. And when he had finished his work, he wanted to play one last game with the children of the tribe who had always surrounded him during his work. So the anthropologist had put many sweets in a basket and decorated it with a beautiful bow. He placed the basket with its tempting contents under a solitary tree and called the children to him. After drawing a line in the sand and telling the children to wait behind it until he gave them a signal, he explained the rules of the game. As soon as he shouted go, the children were to run to the basket with the sweets. The one of them who reached the basket first was to receive all the goodies as a prize. But no sooner had the anthropologist shouted go, that the children held hands, forming a long chain, and then they ran together as a group to the tree under which the basket stood. When they had reached their goal, the tree, they shared the sweets amongst themselves and ate them together with satisfaction. The anthropologist was very surprised. He had not expected this. And so he asked the children why they had all started running together when the first one could have won all the goodies of the basket for himself alone. A young girl explained it to him. How can any of us be happy when all the others are sad? The anthropologist was speechless. He had spent months studying the tribe and its customs, but only now did he really understand their nature. Or so the legend goes. So what do you think? Is Ubuntu a pretty story, perfect for the Christmas season of love and understanding? While it sounds like a Christmas story, Ubuntu is not a myth. It really does exist, at least in South Africa. It is a word in the South African languages Zulu and Xhosa, spoken by about 11 million people. Ubuntu means I am because we are. We are all connected. What affects one of us affects us all. It is an expression of humanity, affection, sharing and being in harmony with creation. And it is practiced in daily life. In his book, No Future Without Forgiveness, 
Nobel Peace Laureate Desmond Tutu described Ubuntu in the following way. Ubuntu is very difficult to render into a Western language. It speaks of the very essence of being human. When we want to give high praise to someone, we say, you u nobuntu. Hey, so-and-so has Ubuntu. Then you are generous, you are hospitable, you are friendly and caring and compassionate. You share what you have. It is to say, my humanity is inextricably bound up in yours. We belong in a bundle of life. In the year 2000, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu started the Desmond Tutu Peace Foundation with a group of his friends in the US and South Africa to use his life and teachings to provide inspiration and education to young people to create peace within themselves, peace between people, and ultimately peace among nations. It is what he calls the Peace Three. Peace within yourself, peace between people, and peace among nations. For how are we ever going to achieve peace in the world when we can't establish peace in ourselves? In today's world, one crisis follows the next. Money worries keep people awake at night and fears about all the things we cannot control are weighing us down, even though we know somewhere in the back of our mind that the future is not something we can control. And in all this chaos, in all these times of uncertainty, it has become clearer that we are connected. We may not all sit in the same boat, but we are all sailing the same ocean. The world is a lot more connected than we are aware of in our daily interactions. We forget that the actions we take have an impact on people, countries and economies that we don't see because every single one of us creates the society we live in by the choices we make. And if we are all interconnected, how does this impact our own behavior? How do we, each and every one of us, integrate Ubuntu into our everyday lives? Not in its embellished grandiose ideal, but in small ways, right here, right now, in every single moment. Would you have thought of forming a chain with other children in order to reach the goal, the basket of sweets, together? I'll be honest with you. Gripped by a wild ambition and driven by my inner sweet tooth, I might have run the sprint of my life. Maybe I would have discovered a spark of generosity in myself if I had reached the tree first and shared some of my treats, but probably not all of them. And yet, there are people in the world who instinctively live Ubuntu. And one of these people is Ivan Fernandez Anaya. Ivan Fernandez Anaya is a long-distance runner who competes in cross-country and marathon races. Some years ago, Ivan was participating in the cross-country run in Burlada, just outside Pamplona in the north of Spain. Pamplona is the city which probably is most famous for its annual festival, San Fermin. You know, the one where the bulls are running through the streets? But to be fair, the week-long festival, San Fermin, has a lot more to offer. But I digress. Ivan Fernandez Anaya came to the race that day in December 2012 filled with doubts. The past cross-country races 
were in smooth runs for him, and so he was eager to prove that he could do better than in the previous races. The race started at 1pm under a light rain and about 7 degrees, to what I'm told are great conditions for a practice of the sport. So Ivan Fernandez Anaya was participating in the cross-country race. Well, he was not only participating, he was part of the group of eight runners leading the field. As the race continued, he fought his way to second place. Because there was only one other runner faster than him. Abel Mutai. Abel Mutai is a Kenyan athlete who was in the lead when just about 100 meters before the finish line, he suddenly began to slow down. Abel Mutai had thought he had reached the finish line, when in fact he hadn't yet. Ivan Fernandez Anaya realized the mistake of his competitor, but instead of passing him by and winning the race, the Spanish athlete pointed towards the real finish line. Abel Mutai didn't speak any Spanish nor any Catalan and Ivan did not speak enough English. So he pointed to the finish line and then accompanied his competitor. Abel Mutai did understand the gesture and actually won the race. Ivan Fernandez Anaya came in second. I didn't deserve to win, so I did what I had to do. He was the right winner, Ivan said later. Abel Mutai created a gap that I couldn't have closed if he hadn't made a mistake. As soon as I saw he was stopping, I knew I was not going to pass him. Legend has it that Ivan was later asked by a journalist why he didn't take the opportunity to win the race. My dream is that someday we can have a kind of community life, Ivan is rumored to have answered. When pressed and reminded he was seconds away from winning the race himself, he told the journalist, but what would be the merit of my victory? What would be the honor of that medal? What would my mom think of that? It's not clear if Ivan really made that statement about community life and if he referred to his mother. But that doesn't really matter, for his actions speak for themselves. It's winning Ubuntu style keeping your integrity while temptation is calling. And as even recalled that moment later, few days in these 24 years have been as beautiful as this 3rd December 2012. I felt loved by all the people from different places and countries. And I could not thank you enough for everything you have made me feel on this special day. And he adds, you have encouraged me to keep on fighting and trusting in myself. And for that, I thank you. Winning is not everything. Despite what society, the education system, or your parents, friends and foes might tell you. There are more important things in life. I am not a professional athlete. I don't compete in cross-country races. And yet, I am in awe of anyone who decides in the moment when their goal is within their reach to practice Ubuntu. Instead of going for the individual goal to see the connection to others and act accordingly. For what is success worth if we achieve it by sticking out our elbows and hurting others? Success, Brazilian writer Paulo Coelho once said, is being able to go to bed each night with your soul at peace. You are the only one who can give it that peace. And you get to make that choice every day.
every minute. And so I will keep the legend of Ubuntu in mind and the story of Ivan Fernandez Alayan and Abel Mutai when life offers me the opportunity to reach my goal at the expense of someone else. So that I may keep my inner peace. And so here's my wish for the new year. I hope that in 2022 I will remember that reaching out to my fellow human beings that forming a human chain and achieving a goal together is more rewarding than the biggest basket of sweets. May 2022 bring peace and joy and understanding to all of humankind, whether it is Christmas or not. For after all, I am because we are Ubuntu. <laughs>